Mr. Moore, I apologize. I'm sorry. I had to close. I've had to close three nights in a row, man. And my manager, he just, he just, he would just call and say, you got to close. And, and because people didn't come in and just a whole lot. Then I was like, okay. Yeah. I tell you what, go. I, I sent him to another uh, a teacher, teacher's room that didn't have, you know, to, to, uh, to sleep. And I said, and then he came back to me during like his study hall time. And he had like a coat before he went to work and when he was off. And so we kind of, you know, it, it was a relationship, you know, cause yeah. there's, I, I think what I had to learn is as, especially as a man teacher, ooh, you, you want to be daddy, but you can't be dad like that too. Whereas every little thing they do, <laughs> you know, you're trying to, you know, no, you sit down over there. You, you kind of, you, you, you trying to be, you know, iron fist, and you had to be, you know, yeah. sometimes you got to be big brother, sometimes you got to right. be uncle, sometimes you have to be dad. And there's a lot of gray area, you know, with me. Uh, I just got some bad advice when I first started that you got to just tell these kids because they bad. That's what I was told. So I came in like. I came in like uh, uh, like the guy from Lean on Me, <laughs> you know. Mr. Clark. Yeah, I came in like Mr. Clark, and it did <laughs> not, not <Joe> work. Clark. <laughs> yeah, I came in as Joe Clark, not Joe Moore, but Joe Clark. And they showed me uh, real quick <laughs> that yeah. I was not Joe Clark, <laughs> you know, because they was like, uh-uh. The the louder and the the the, the more the brash I got with them, the, the, it it. Sh- they, oh, they, yeah. they match that energy. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I had to, you know, it was so humbling to, to, to go, go from, all right, y'all sit down. But, hey, buddy, what's the problem? <laughs> I just felt so, felt so, I was like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I just, I ate that. I ate that, you know. So right. I, it, it taught me to kind of build those uh, relationships. But that, man, y'all said some, I, I don't want to get, you know, because this ain't mine. This ain't my time. This y'all time. Y'all saying some real great stuff. I mean, I'm excited. I get excited when I hear a lot of different mm-hmm. things, you know. Uh, uh, but y'all saying some real, real good stuff. So this is a quick, quick because I know y'all, y'all have a wealth of information. And as our pastor says, this was not in my notes. But I want to ask you this. <laughs> I know you're like, oh, Lord. I want to oh. ask you this. <laughs> I want to ask you this anyway. So what do you say to a teacher like me? Not a first year, but a teacher that, you know, because when I was two or three years uh, in, I always say two or three years in the game, I was given, you know, teachers that I, I, I was uh, mentoring. What do you, I mean, say to those teachers having a difficult time with a student uh, and they've tried everything. I've been there and they've tried it. They've tried what they think is everything. How? What do you say to them? What have you done to uh, break through? And I know that there, there are just some, some students that you just, you just, you, that's not your assignment, if you will. Somebody mm-hmm. else can reach them, and I, I'm totally, I'm cool with that. I had to, uh, but give us, I guess, a time or, or what is your secret, of uh, your formula to reach those students that you're just really having a tough time with, you didn't try, you've tried everything. It, this may, it may seem simple, but to me it really is. It's just like every day I start over again. 
Oh, every single day because like it because at some point it might click and and i know sharetta know it's something you do too at some point for some of those kids i've had to wear for the entire year all the way up until maybe the last month of school kid when when look at me when couldn't get nothing out of last month of school i mean just touching my arm and just miss taylor miss taylor and i'm like something wrong are you gonna are you gonna hit me because how have we gone through a whole school year? Couldn't you know? I'm the same me every day, giving the same love and the same, same everything, and so just nothing would work. But I, you don't stop, you know, because you don't know at what point the light bulb will come on, mm -hmm. and you don't know what's going on on the inside. And hey, maybe I'm not the one to reach them, but guess what? Like I said before, if I'm planting those seeds, somebody else may come after me, and they may turn. I've seen it too many times, you know, teaching eighth grade, and you see this kid who just never got it together, but you see him a few years later graduating. Hey, Miss Ayler, I'm doing such and such now i'm doing such and such that's all we're really trying to, to accomplish right. we just want to be successful i'm not the one that has to take credit for it i'm just trying to do my part so you literally take every day and the kids sometimes they'll come back and they'll apologize oh, i'm sorry i didn't mean what i said or i apologize i said hey i lose no sleep last night <laughs> well, today is a new day. You know, they'll come in knowing they're wrong now. Good morning, so-and-so. And they look like, wait, you speaking to me? Like, that's not how we do. I don't hold grudges. You know, I'm a whole adult. We start over every single day. Now, am I going to hold you accountable? Yes. You knew you were wrong, didn't you? And, and that, too, comes with, like, relationship. When you know certain, when you know your kids, you can say certain, to, certain things to them, you know, off the record. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you may not <laughs> probably would say to the whole class because you know you get reported but when you know certain kids in some way you can tell them hey you was you were doing the most and you need to shut your mouth or you need to do you know but you have to know your kids in order to do that you can't walk in there day one saying things off you know talking out the side of your mouth and think that that's okay because they don't know you they don't trust you yet Right? So you have to establish some trust. Kids, like Shreda said, they've been through so much trauma. They don't trust adults. They don't trust mm -hmm. some of the ones in their own household. And you, a lot of times, are the, you know, us as teachers or educators, anybody in the building, we're the only ones that they trust. And so they just, they, they'll, they'll give you everything. And some days they own it, some days they are not. But they know when they come back, okay, so you're right, you was fair. You may not like it, but you know I did it out of love. Everything, that too, that all has to be laced with love. Right. everything all right. of my correction all you know the, the the smiles and the let me pull you to the side or no you can't do that because everything is laced with love and, and that too starts um in conjunction with you know just like relationship but you just you start over every day and i'm not saying that and it is not easy because they mm -hmm. will work their nerves as we're human and you get ticked off because my God. You know, you're spending all this <laughs> yeah you're spending all this time creating these lessons and you you know, cutting up, and you know, you know, you're an A1 teacher. Like, I know, I know God is with me, and I know I'm doing my thing in here. And this, mm -hmm. this, 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 this one or this two, and you like, Lord, are you trying to test me? You know, so, and we're, you know, we're good actors, so we have to keep that face on because you don't want that kid to think that I got to him or because she don't like me or no, I, I still love, you know, I can't condone this action, but tomorrow, hey. Before you come in, and we're gonna have our conversation. I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna, when I go home, at least that's how I work. I, you know, my mind is like, okay, what can I do? That didn't work today. What can I do tomorrow? It's something that can get through to that kid. I don't know what it is yet, but it's something. It's something, and I'm just, I gotta figure it out. And that's how I approach every single day with those kids, the 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 challenging behavioral ones, you know. And then sometimes, you no, know, I may not be the one to get through, but. Somebody will maybe down the line or somebody or some situation might, but literally it's just every day starting over. Clean slate trying to figure out something has to work. I, you don't you don't quit because right. that's that's the whole kid I got. That's somebody's child and they said mm -hmm. the best they got that they did the best that they can with, you know, in some cases. So 
That's All right, I'm done, Sharetta. <laughs> Sharetta, come on with it. <laughs> Listen, I, I could not agree more. That starting over each day fresh, that is probably one of the best gifts that you can give to students because for many of them, that's everything. You know, they don't get that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not getting it at home. They Sometimes other teachers are just not able to do that. So I would say to any teacher, if you cannot do that, if you cannot let, allow a student to start over fresh, then you need to work something out within you mm-hmm. so yeah. that you can give them a new start. Because we cannot hold grudges and hold things against students. I mean, I've heard where teachers have said, oh, you said that someone so brother or sister. Oh, I already know. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm. But that is so unfair yeah. and unfortunate for that student because they're, you've already made a decision about them without even taking time to develop a relationship. Right. My right. first year at this school where I'm transitioning from now, everybody in the building was like, I can't believe you keep showing up every day. They gave you the class. Like, you have all the behavior problems. It's your first year here. I can't believe that they gave you all those students. They were like, how do you, how do you still walk around smiling? I said, because I have to start every day fresh. I cannot hold over what they did yesterday because it's over and done. I have to give them a new start. I have to give them a fresh start because if I don't, first of all, it's for my sanity. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and then I know that that's what they need. I mean, relationships is about forgiveness. You know, when you're committed to someone, you have to forgive. Yes. And I know more than anything, I'm modeling. What I want them to see is this is true love. True love forgives you. And when I tell my I tell my sons, I say, I, I love you when we leave the week for the weekend. I love you. I'll see y'all Monday. That's awesome. When they come in on Monday, my, my greeting is, happy Monday. I missed y'all over the weekend. What did you do? And so sometimes they'll come to me individually and talk to me about the weekend. I love, I really, I sit down, I give them my attention, and I, I'm here for it. Because I want them to know this is what, when someone loves you, this is how they treat you. Because many of them are abusive children, and then they grow up and enter abusive relationships because they've never seen true love genuine love and so I, I want to model that for you i want you to know yes you put up on me yesterday but guess what i forgive you even if you didn't ask me i'm gonna offer you forgiveness because i need to start fresh with you and i need you to know that you have that grace with me wow and so wow. that's that's it's, it's that's so very important and then angie said something so powerful that that came to me earlier today look when i was in church when i was in convocation earlier today <laughs> but it's so true you know <laughs> but as teachers in this profession we really have to view ourselves as like people who are working in a field right and all of us mm-hmm. are scattering seed and when that seed begins to sprout we can't just okay. say oh yeah i planted that one right there Right, right. That's the one that I planted, but not necessarily. <laughs> here's here's what I do know. I don't know if that's the seed that I planted, but all I know is, is that I had a part in cultivating what you see coming up out of the ground, coming up mm-hmm. out of the dirt. And some of our kids are coming up out of some rough situations. And so what keeps me going and what helps me to, you know, even when I have a difficult class is I try my best to treat every kid like they're the next big whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. They could be the next president. They could be the next CEO. 
They could be the next great professional football player. They could be the next great brain surgeon. I treat them like that because what I know is beyond the behavior that you display right now is that there is something good in you. And so it's my, it's my job to dig through all the stuff. And I know who you are right now. It's who you, you're not going to be that 10 years from now. But what, if you don't learn anything else, I tell my students and the parents this every year. If your child doesn't learn anything else in my class, what they are going to know is that Ms. Watkins loves them. And then Ms. Watkins cares about them. I'm going to come to the football games. I'm going to come to the baseball games. I'm going to come to the baptism. If I know about it, I'll come to the dance recital. I mean, I'm going to do all of that because I want them to know that I care about you. And, and in me caring about you, I'm also going to provide some discipline and some structure. Mm-hmm. And when I right. say something, I mean what I say and I say what I meant. And listen, and I'm gonna tell you these 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 two. Let me tell everybody out there: this is not just lip service. They do this. They mm-hmm. do this. I've I've seen uh, Miss Watkins at at games and 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 uh, you know uh, missing things at that church or whatever it's because she had to be with uh, at somewhere with the uh, that where a uh, function that a student was having. Uh-huh. And man, that is this is so awesome, man! Y'all, y'all listen, Cup Joe podcast peoples, y'all get some great, great stuff. We in convocation. This is the night service, and they are giving some good, good stuff. Yes, uh, good. Listen, listen, it is awesome. I'm excited. So, uh, having said all of that, it, these questions, man, these y'all, y'all say stuff that leads into. The question. So I got two more. And then we gonna we gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let y'all let y'all out. We gonna call a benediction or what have you. So how do you maintain? Because I think uh, you answered the question by giving advice to a new teacher, any teacher, y'all. I mean that y'all y'all covered that. So how do you maintain your own life? How do you? What do you all do? Because it's a whole lot. You know, Ms. Watkins, you have a family yourself. You have a you have a husband, you have uh kids. Miss uh uh Miss Taylor, you have kids, uh, you have a fiance, if I can say. Uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, and and yeah. <laughs> and so you have a life, y'all have lives, but y'all do so much. Yet it's still yet still I still see you all's family. Y'all family booming. What I see is, I mean, they're doing so well. It, it's like y'all, y'all, y'all doing y'all part uh, it, it for y'all's family as well. How are y'all doing it? Being so such awesome teachers. By the way, you know, uh, uh, if I'm not mis- mistaken, Miss Watkins, you you did get Teacher of the Year one year. What year was that? So I received. I think it was 2017. I was the Nick's kids teacher of the year. I think Angie, were you and I that at the same time? I think we were. Yes, we were wow. because we went to the football I game. Yeah, so. we were. We yeah. went to the game together. Remember, we were. We were. Yeah, they forced me to go to the Alabama game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were there. And oh, Alabama colors, too. Alabama I colors. forgot. I forgot. Yeah. That. Yeah, she's. But listen, yeah. I developed a whole nother respect for them, those guys. That's yeah, awesome. it was. It was a. It was an awesome experience. Yeah, so so I'm gonna start with you, Miss Miss Watkins. How so? How do you doing all that? Rock star teacher, rock star wife, mother, you know, sister, aunt. How do you do all of that? How do you maintain your life and still be the well, a great teacher? Balance, 
Okay. And I don't know if I have it. It's something that constantly changes, right? Mm. Right. Because different things weigh differently in different seasons. Mm. So it's something that constantly changes. But initially, before I got married, I was teaching. I was everything was all about my students. Mm-hmm. I was all in. I didn't have, you know, any children. I didn't have my husband. I was just in it. And so I had to learn how to take time and prioritize so that teaching was not and grading papers was not overwhelming me overwhelming me over the weekend and just a class because one thing I know about this profession is that there is always something you could be doing. Right. There is all, whether it's planning, whether it is um, sending notes to parents, whether it is checking emails, whether it's grading papers, whether it's creating something or, or doing some kind of uh, professional development for yourself so that you can provide some better instruction for your kids. There is always something. <laughs> and so you have to just kind of step back and make sure that you are taking care of yourself. So that is something that I have learned more to do more and more of. You know, you always hear teachers saying it is so true that even when we're sick, we will come in because it is more work to plan for a sub than it is for us to come. We just need to show up. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's just, so you really have to learn um, being married and having children really helped me to see, you know what? I am sometimes, I have been more of a mother to these kids than my own kids. You know, teachers, we're constantly mm-hmm. at, you know, on field trips with our students, but we rarely get a chance to go to field trips with our own children. Right, right. Because we are, you know, teaching. We, we're with, that, with the students throughout the day. So you really just have to prioritize. You know, one thing, I know you, you said this earlier, but I'm, I'm going to kind of go back and then I'm going to come back to it. But one thing, if, if I would say, if I had to give some, some more advice to a new teacher, if your heart is not in it, then find a profession that you're really passionate about. Yes. <laughs> because teaching, if you're passionate about it, you don't dread coming to work. It's not just, you know, this treat you know this this task and you're just totally exhausted all the time but when you're passionate about it you're excited about coming to school every day you can easily give them a fresh start because it's what what you're passionate about so you know just knowing my why even when on those days when I feel like you know what they didn't get on my nerves you know I have to think back to my why why am I doing this why am I in this profession because number one I want to impact kids I want to be a champion for kids I want I want I want to be that teacher that says, hey, I have treated every kid the way I want other teachers to treat my children. And so, you know, when, I don't know, it's, it's, I can go on and on about that, but that balance is so, so, so important. And we have to make sure that, you know, we're creating that. We have to set boundaries. You know, we you have to understand, not necessarily that you can't save every child, but that every child may not turn around on your watch. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Every child may not bloom and blossom under your instruction or in your classroom, but you have to know that you are reaching them. Right, right. Oh, that's good. Miss Miss Taylor, you got anything to add to that? Of course I do. No, I do. <laughs> uh, you know, I got into teaching for the money, said no teacher ever. 
Okay, that's first of all. <laughs> right. Don't right, do it for the right. money. So, like she said, you you know your why or our why is we we love kids. You know, yeah. um, that's what keeps us you know in 15, 16, 20 years because we, we do it for kids. Right. Um, so on, on the days where it's, it's it's hard, you get back up and you do it again. Honestly, I don't think there is a, a profession more noble than teaching. I really don't. Maybe I'm biased, but, you know, it's, it's the foundation, you know, for everything. But as far as the the balance, I, I don't know that I'd say that I've achieved it yet. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a challenge because, and maybe, it, and I know it's probably a fault of mine. Sometimes I can be a perfectionist and then, you know, and I, I like to, everything that I do, I want to do it with excellence. I don't believe in half doing anything, whether it's teaching, whether it's, you know, ministry, whatever it is. So I don't want to half do anything. And so I'm always like, every day I'm self-reflecting, like, that didn't go the way I wanted to. I need to fix this or I need to change this. So it's hard to like, you, and, you know, we've said it already. You can't just detach. You, it's not like we clock in and we clock out. You take all of that stuff with you. You know, people think we just show up and teach. And they don't realize for that 45 minute lesson that took hours of intentional planning because it's, it's, it's that deep for us. And is that serious because it's, it's an art, you know, so trying maintaining, you know, personal life and everything is just prayer, prayer and more prayer. You know, <laughs> it's trying to stay sane and just as simple as, OK, I know there are certain songs that I go to to hate to to help keep me in the uh, the positive mindset and ones that are encouraging and to help, you know, keep my mind in a good place um, and just mm-hmm. <laughs> fresh <Yeah>. air <laughs> and, and, and not engaging in the, you know, the uh, la- uh, teacher lounge talk, as we say. Right. Um, but trying best as I can to, to balance it. And I don't think I've achieved it yet. It's hard for me. That's a, an area I have to work with, work at, but. Um, just remembering at the end of the day, you know, the school will be here when you get back. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't, you can't shut oh, down. You can't close it down. <laughs> and somebody told, yeah, somebody told me, you know what, if something happened to you, you know, God rest your soul, they're going to replace you. Yes. They're going to open up. They're going to, they're going to post your position and they're going to fill your spot. So it's like, you have to take care of yourself. And I know that I'm doing better now, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, you know? Yeah. Well, I know my it's wife. Hard. My wife is it's a teacher. Hard. My wife is a teacher, and um, yeah. I know she'll be listening to this. Y'all pray for in that area. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> when you coming to bed? Stop grading papers. <laughs> no, it's got to be done. Yes, <laughs> so, yes. And you, you know, I've, I'm, you know, I'm a little, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of more laid back, I guess. What I've done is, is I made the classroom and made the the, the whole teaching experience. Uh, I guess it's a part of well, that's what y'all are saying, really. Uh, what I'm about to say is it's a part of me. So, one of the, give you an example, my kid, my kid, my students become my surrogate kids, like they become my my kids, sisters and brothers almost sometimes. And so, my 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 kid, my son or someone come and say, yeah, hey, such and such. Came to me and said hello. I don't know, and they say the name like, oh yeah, I teach them, and you know, it, they say it was like, and my son was like, yeah, they had a long <laughs> conversation with me. And I was like, I didn't know their dad. I was, I was like, I said, well yeah, they, you know, we're we're really cool and stuff and class, and so they become, they'll start off, yeah, you you Mr. Moore's son, you Mr. Moore's daughter, and and it's and it's all almost like we have a big family. I get. Man, y'all, I don't know if y'all been teaching this long. I have, I get uh, 
students, uh, I've gotten students wedding invitations, Lord help. I've gotten students uh, bridal, not bridal, baby shower uh, invitations. And all that, I'm like, what in the world, Lord, you know, and, but it's something gratifying with, you know, with that at the same time too. So we we pray for you as you pray for me, pray, I pray for you as you pray for me, uh, on that area. (laughs) But, uh, I I, I will say this about you all. It's, it, you, you wear it well. I mean, I don't see a life breaking apart, breaking down like there was some teachers and I do believe that either that their time was up or they really wasn't supposed to be, uh, you know, in, in the profession in the first place or whatever, because I mean, yeah, they, that lounge talk is, is, is something interesting. You're like, Oh man, you know, you, you might, you might need to go, uh, go, uh, do mortgages or <laughs> something like that, man. Cause, uh, get serious yeah <laughs> but uh that's what i was telling somebody i'm sorry go ahead go ahead go on go ahead go ahead go ahead i was gonna say i was i have been i keep saying this and i'm, I'm gonna keep saying it until it becomes something that people really consider and do something about but teachers are probably one of the few people that are expected to just return to the classroom or continue instruction after a major disruption you know something you can have a child that can totally spaz out on you or something crazy can go on during the day and we don't get a chance we don't get a moment to step back from that mm-hmm. we are expected to okay if that child is removed or whatever let's say you know elementary you have a child that throws a fit and pushes a chair over or kicks over a desk and you're expected to just immediately once that child is removed to get back to instruction and we're humans we need time to you know, reset to step back and take a deep breath because now I'm furious. I'm mad. I don't want to see him. I want to teach anybody else. Right? I just need a minute, but we're not giving that. And I'm really hoping that schools will really see the need for that. And especially now that behaviors are are mm-hmm. so much different than mm-hmm. they were. You know, ten years ago and the social emotional issues that students have are and the way they the outburst that you see, you know, in especially I don't know about how it is Angie on your level, but on the elementary level, it can be pretty intense. Yeah, it gets intense. I'm in high school, it, it gets the same. <laughs> yeah. It can get intense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So teachers teachers have to monitor themselves and know when they need to kind of step back. So they can maintain that balance. That's that's important. Sometimes we don't do a good job of that. Right, right. <laughs> we need mental health days. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, yeah. we do. Yes. That's what, I had a student. It was so funny. I did have a student. Like, they missed so many days because <laughs> they said, and they had it down every month. And their mom, I mean, but, I mean, I was like, it's not a bad idea. It was like, as a student, you know, they was like, Mr. Moore, you need to talk to people because as a student, even you as a teacher, they said the same thing that you said. You need to step back sometime and recharge. So they said as a student, they have mental health days. Uh-huh. I was like, that is awesome. But here's a pile of work for you to do. But I was just playing. Because <laughs> you had your mental health day. But uh man, that is so, so true. Listen, I hear my uh virtual coffee 
uh, machine going off. That means that we have run out of time. I gotta oh, get no. y'all back on. <laughs> Man, y'all saying some good stuff, and I know that y'all have a whole lot more that you all could say. Um, so we part two. You, we we will get a part two. We will. We, I'm gonna get with you all. We will get a part two because there's so there's so much more that uh, I would love for you all to talk about. I mean, y'all drop some. I'm I'm sitting here uh, typing as you were talking, and and it's a it's a whole lot of things that you all said that that's just that's quotable, that's quote worthy, you know. Mm. And uh, I want to thank you all for your for y'all time. It turned into our evening service for y'all conversation. <laughs> Thank you, Bishop. <laughs> Ooh, please don't say that. No. <laughs> Lord, no. Just call okay, me thank the, you about the first bro- brother. The first I'm brother Joseph. <laughs> okay. The, the first church of a coffee shop. <laughs> Lord, let me let me stop. That might be a thing. Like, are you serious? <laughs> but no. Yes, sir. <laughs> but um, I, I want to thank y'all for for the wealth and I. I mean, this this was awesome. This is this is one of one of the. Uh, one of our great one. I'm I'm always excited about teaching. Uh, I think I said in the uh, other episode that I was not when the first thing I got into teaching was uh, was being an adjunct just to 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 do something until I found another position and then I just loved it and was like, yo, I got to stay here and do this. And I ended up uh, teaching on the uh, high school level. I, I have a heart for education. Because uh, my mom, she was a, a assistant uh, teacher for a long time, but she did a lot of the teaching, a lot of relationships she cultivated, and so it's I've been around it a lot. And I want to thank you all for the uh, wealth of knowledge and uh, the the words that you all uh, gave in this virtual in our coffee shop. I just want to leave with this one last thing, and I know you all have pretty much answered my question about that quote is. Uh, that those who can do and those who can't teach that is oh, not, that is not a that is not a true statement I mean <laughs> y'all y'all have y'all have have blown have blown out of water where would our doctors come from where you mean you need you know you need education if you're gonna be a football player basketball player you can't just Absolutely. you you gotta learn something and so I just want to leave y'all you know you call it a parting shot just around that. Uh, I'll I'll start I'll start with uh, Miss Angie. You can uh, talk about that, and then I'll go to Miss Watkins. Miss, I said Miss Angie, Miss Taylor. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, hearing that quote every time it just makes my blood pressure go up because it is the most ridiculous statement I have ever heard. You know, if ridiculous. if you know those who 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 can't teach, if that was the case then we wouldn't have... First of all, let's just look at the, the teacher shortage, the, the crisis. Mm-hmm. People are not leaving education left and right because it's easy. Like, that's the most obvious thing because everybody's not cut out for it. They are just, they're just not. I believe it's a calling. You know, we're favored and we're graced to do what we do. You know, it, it is definitely a calling. And that's ministry to me every day. And everybody can't do that. You know, for one, like Shredder said earlier, everybody doesn't love kids. They like teaching, but they don't like the kids they teach. You know, we teach kids first, not our content. Or whatever it is, or the people that we serve, and in our cases, you know, coaching, you have to have a love for people. So, no, absolutely not. If everybody could do it, <laughs> everybody would be doing it. Right. It is. It is not for the fact. You know, it's not for the the week. Like it's. There's nothing easy about it. We're we're criticized by everybody. The the, the least competent people. Whoever came up with that quote, I guarantee you, they're not a teacher. 
right? You know, we say all the time, just spend a day doing what a teacher does. Like, they have no idea. Most people don't know what an IEP is or a 504 or RTI, knowing all these acronyms that we have to know and knowing what every IEP says for sometimes over 25 kids. And I got to service all of them by law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to be, you know, I got to know. I have to understand what McKinney-Vento is. I got to know what the homelessness is. I got to know about that. Right. I have to be certified and all these things. If my kid has uh, diabetes, I have to know mm-hmm. that. I have to read their health plans, and I have to monitor that. <laughs> I have to know what to do in the event that they have an asthma attack. I got to know. It's so much that people don't pay attention to, you know, from lesson planning to unit plans for assessments and analyzing data. And it just, the list goes on and on. You know, we, we say it all the time, you know, we got to be counselors, we got to be mamas, we got to be daddies. Suicide protocols to where I thought I was going to leave at 345, but I'm there until 6 o'clock because I can't let this kid leave because she told me she's hearing voices and she don't know what to do. So what, what do I do? We can't let this kid leave. Suicide protocol. So I have to fill out the form and I got to get at men and we got to get the parent. And so the, the, sometimes the parent, we can't get in touch with them. So guess what I got to do? Stay there until they come. My kids got to be picked up. What do I do? <laughs> but wow. they say those who can, yeah. <laughs> you know, do it. Those who can't teach. It's, the, it's ridiculous. You know, and they talk about the summers and how we have summers off. And we know we don't have summers off. Look where we at now. And and was doing summer school and so was I. We don't have them off. That's just like it it is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. We spend a whole summer getting ready for the next year. That's right. (laughs) And like we do it, those who don't, it seems like they can't do it. That's why we teach it. That's why we do it. (laughs) Absolutely. That's why we can't keep them because it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm done now. (laughs) Ms. Watkins, go go on in. Listen, Angie is fired up. (laughs) <laughs> and I agree. Let me let me calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I, I I really find that statement quite offensive. Like, how dare you right. say that I'm doing this because I can't do otherwise? That right. I, I I went to school. I have a whole degree. I have a master's degree. Yes, so ma'am. That didn't just that that's not just something you just go and do. Mm-hmm. Now, so it, it definitely, I mean, it makes my my blood boil when I hear, like, are you serious? Like, that's too. insane. Now, on the flip side of that, I'll say this. I probably have seen some teachers that probably fit that category. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And I have wondered, like, how in the world did you even get accepted into the independent program? And, <laughs> and worse yet, how did you graduate? Right. But as, but as Angie said, those are the ones who came into this profession thinking, oh, I'm just going to work from 745 to 3.15, and then I get the summer off. And then they realize that this is a lot more than that, that we are not only on the front line, but we are um, we're everything to, the, to these kids. We have to plan. You can't just go and stand up and think you can teach something to some kids, but you have to learn how to manage a classroom. You've got to make sure that your classroom is well organized. You've got to make sure that you have, you know, build rapport with the parents. You've got to make sure that, you know, there are so many things involved with teaching. It's more than just standing up and talking to kids. Right? Because you can have a wonderful lesson and it totally flopped because the kids are just not feeling it that day. Right. So you got to be able, you got to be in tune with your kids. You got to 
be able to figure out, you know, what's going on with them. You know, I, I haven't listened. Don't even get me started on the medical training that we have to go through that we mm. often take for granted. Mm. But I'm here to tell you right now that had it not for been, had it not been for that medical training, I had a student. And, and I also own a summer camp. So I had a student uh, in my summer camp that had a full-blown massive heart attack oh, wow. in my care. And because of the training that we had gone through, through our school system to recognize different things, I was I did not hesitate to get that mom on the phone and call 911 because I knew it was something more than he just passed out. Yeah, but that was because of the training, you know, mm -hmm. that we that we have gone through and the years of experience. So yeah, teaching is more than a notion, yes. and it is not for the for, for the faint of heart. That's right. That's you, right. You, you 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 ain't you just can't like kids and think you're gonna teach. You need more than that. Yeah, oh yes, my you, God. Do. you do. <laughs> you do. Listen, listen, man. Don't look. You taking me down some. Memories of of of, of, of medical training, like like Lord, if I, because if when I took medical training and stuff like that, I think like, man, I'll never use it. Oh, wait a minute, <laughs> and then boom, you have to do that. So, man, I, it's it's such an asinine statement. I I'm I'm learning. I've I've been around teachers. Teacher, if it wasn't for coaches and teachers uh, in my life growing up. Uh, I wouldn't be the man that I am today. Now, for some, they might say, oh, Lord, who taught you? Because all these jokes you be telling. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> you know, Pidget, my, Pidget. My, my family say I, I, I do okay. My family say I'm all right. And, it, and, it's, and it's teachers. It's teachers that, that, that have helped me. So that's why I commend y'all. And that's why I named this episode Those Who Can Teach. Because it is a calling. It is not for the faint of heart. We should, and they better make their call in election sure. They had better, they had better, they had better, or they will be. I've seen some first years like, ooh, they ain't back. He was like, yeah, I kind of figured that was gonna happen. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, it's just it's it's an it's an admirable profession. But it is it is not for the faint of heart, and you have to love what you do. You have to love people. You have to love children, and that's why I commend you all and thank you all for your insight. And we again, we're gonna get y'all back on. Now I know y'all. I, I ended with y'all blood. You know I don't want y'all blood boiling <laughs> as y'all leave. You know y'all y'all have to be ready for for morning glory tomorrow at your teachers' conversation convocation. So so <laughs> so I'm gonna leave you with some with with a, with some with a couple of dad jokes. How about that? <laughs> so watch this. How do you comfort a grammar teacher? How do you comfort a grammar teacher? You comma her down. How do you comfort a grammar teacher? You comma her down. No. <laughs> you, <laughs> you say, there, there, there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 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 I got, I got one more. This is for Charette. This is for Charette. I know you don't teach this great, but oh, this is for gosh. Charette. Oh, which, which school teachers have the greenest thumbs? Which school teachers have the greenest thumbs? The, kindergarten? Yeah. Oh, you got it. <laughs> the kindergarten <laughs> teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put a little sound effect right there, a little dad joke sound effect. I can hear the cringes, though. 
I guess especially, especially if, it's, if there's a young lady I know, a good friend of mine named Katina, especially she listening. Uh-oh. She's cringe. cringe. She okay. gonna cringe. <laughs> but listen, thank you all again. We gonna get out of here. Let y'all, let y'all uh, go get ready for uh, Morning Glory tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this has been the uh, Cup of Joe podcast. Uh, and I've been Joe, and we want to thank you all. And uh, meet us here every morning at 8 a.m. Especially, this is our evening edition. Uh, this is our morning episode, but it's an evening edition. And we want to thank these lovely ladies for their time again. And uh, we will see you all later. Yo. time flies when you're having fun this has been the season finale of a cup of joe podcast i want to thank all of my guests starting with vincent dooley cassius lanier romel gibson gabrielle williams roderick fox craig tucker joshua sawyer david smith and uh Miss Sharetta Watkins and Miss Angela Gibson. On the episode, I said Angela Taylor, but she got married uh, since we recorded this episode. I want to thank all of my listeners. I had some dedicated and faithful listeners, and I appreciate you all's support. And look for more things coming from Cup of Joe. And I will see you all later.